Hello and welcome to the Career Builders Podcast. I'm Mike Bird. I'm Lisa Blaine. And today we're going to talk about tapping into your career change superpower. Lisa, you had a discussion, you had a fireside chat as part of Diana YK Chan's Career Relaunch Summit back in December of 2020. Really cool event. Mm-hmm. And this was what your talk was about. So why don't we start with you and this idea of a career change superpower? Yeah, so I love this topic and I love talking to people about this topic because I've always been a bit of a a nerd when it comes to like thinking about superpowers and Mm. going back to even when I was a kid, I wanted to be a witch really badly because I wanted to have some type of power. (laughs) So I think that it's a really cool way of approaching our individual abilities, skills, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things that make us unique. So A lot of us, when we think of a superpower though, we think of like comic books. And when you think of comic books, it's this superhuman ability. So when we're talking about your career change superpower, we're not talking about that. We're not saying that we are all superhuman, although we probably are. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically what we're talking about is something that makes you unique, that sets you apart from other people, that likely you do way better than most of the people around you. And also, this is an important part, that you love to do. Okay, cool. There's a lot already going into this discussion. I love the fact that it's, first of all, quite fun, this idea, because we talk about how job search can get really tough and emotionally draining and all those less exciting things, but then to bring something that's a little bit more sort of um, joyful and, and creative into the process, I'm all for. When you talk about sort of the things that people do better than than those around them. Do you think there's a bit of an awareness component to this? Like, are there people who are walking around with their superpowers and they're kind of unaware that they have them? 100% because most of us, it's a blind spot for a lot of us because it does come naturally most of the time. So it's something that you think, well, I'm I'm good at this. It's just a part of me. Everyone else must be like this too. So a lot of the time you may not know that you have that superpower. Yeah. Interesting. Why don't we dive into kind of, I'd love to hear a little bit about your superpower. I can do some brainstorming on my end, but like, what are your thoughts that come to mind when you think of your own superpower? So my superpower from like pretty much as long as I can remember is connecting. And so when I say connecting, it doesn't necessarily mean always with people, but it's it's being a connector. So mm-hmm. connecting people with information, connecting people with resources. I've always been sort of the go-to person, whether it's been in my family, friends, at work. People come to me when they have a challenge and I'll help them to solve it. Cool. Yeah, I can see that, especially because I'm used to seeing you through our show make connections between ideas or points made by guests or even just in our own one-on-one conversations um, to new ideas or to new thoughts. Like I see sort of a connection between ideas on a sort of a more mental level, which is really neat. So, okay. Can you dive into a little bit about how your career change superpower has helped you in your career? Yeah, absolutely. So what that means for me is that I'm able to sort of see opportunities for myself. So in terms of connecting myself with opportunities, um, in places that maybe didn't, I didn't think of before. Cool. 
So when I'm looking for a job, I'll often think outside of the box for, you know, where, where's the problem that I can solve. Um, and it also helps too, when I'm making, building networking relationships, because I'll often think, oh, I've met this person five years ago. This person probably could do really well with this new person that I've connected with. They could solve each other's problems. So I'm not even involved in the transaction necessarily, mm -hmm. but by doing that, I am building the networking relationships that then can lead to something down the road in some way. It could be beneficial for me as well. Cool. Okay. That makes total sense. And also like in alignment with what we talk about all the time around planting seeds, nurturing connections, sounds like you're leveraging your superpower in all of those facets. I feel like for me, my superpower may be a little bit similar. Not that I'd say that I'm a connector per se in exactly the way that you've put it, but I do love to see opportunities where people might see problems or even challenges. I do like to see how things can be innovated and made better. And when something comes up as uh, maybe me or a teammate is facing sort of a negative, quote unquote, negative situation, it's like, what could we learn from this? So I guess I kind of have a way of spinning a lot of things into a more positive light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how kind of what find comes to mind. Yeah, how do you find that that help, has helped you in your career change or your career search? Yeah, I would say that it's sort of set the tone for a lot of what I do. Like, I think I come across as a fairly positive and optimistic person and just sort of how I communicate, how I write things, whether it's, it could be a resume, it could be an email, the way I relate with people on Zoom or on the phone, I think that that energy just sort of shows up and it's become part of my quote unquote personal brand. Yeah. So that's, that's that. It's not so much like a, a hard skill thing. It's really about a way of being that it affects me as. I can totally see that. And I can see that come through in a lot of the work that you do for our podcast as well and cool. our interactions. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. It's a fascinating topic when you think about like a lot of people talk about their career strengths mm -hmm. and especially when you're thinking about I'm changing careers and what do I put on my resume and on my LinkedIn profile and people start to dive into what their strengths are from that standpoint. Is there a difference between your career change superpower and then what most people think of as quote unquote strengths? Yeah. So to me, your strengths are sort of surface level. Okay. There are things that you do. There are things that you're probably good at. Um, there are things that you could have learned or they could have just come naturally to you, but it doesn't go much deeper. I find that your superpower is often connected to your why. Hmm. Okay. And so when I'm, I'm talking about your why is like the purpose of why you're going out into the world and getting a job and why you want to help the people that you're helping and do what you want to do. So mm. your strengths can relate to skills, they can be a little bit more tactical. Mm -hmm. Whereas your superpower is something just like you had said, actually, it's a state of being. Cool. Okay. So it's a little more global level, it touches a lot of what you do. And kind of going back to this awareness part, like maybe we just aren't even aware of how all of these parts of us are connected to one another. So like when you're working with a client who is in the middle of a career transition, is this a pretty kind of early discussion that you end up having with a lot of people? 
Yes, this is something that I do with all of my clients to help them identify it up front. And I ask them to do a 360 degree feedback um, to, to help them to identify what that superpower might be if they're not sure. And they often get a lot of interesting results from it. But it's really cool because once you have identified that, it can help you to identify the types of jobs that you're looking for, the types of roles that you'll really excel in. But it also helps you to approach your job search from a more tactical perspective. So for some people, having conversations in person is really important or they're really, really good at it. They just naturally form relationships and connections that way. Whereas some people are amazing writers. They can get themselves across in an incredible way on paper. And so the two, the, the tactics that those two people would take are very different. Whereas one person's going out and networking and building relationships, the other person might be writing content. Yeah, the magical C word. I, I That was an idea that kind of popped into my head was in terms of how people could leverage their superpower. Because uh, I talk a lot about content creation with clients who are kind of in the beginning phases of their career and content creation has a whole variety of benefits for someone who is just sort of exploring and trying to build their name for themselves. And so you talk about using your career superpower as part of a content creation strategy. To me, that's really interesting because there's so many ways that people can create content. So you're like, you're like you said, someone who's a great writer, they can build their name through writing blog posts, articles, posts on social media, someone who loves to talk one-on-one -on -one with people could have like some kind of a show like ours, whether it's a podcast or on YouTube, but just having conversations with others and then leveraging it to create visibility. Do you have any other ideas as far as how content creation could come into play when it comes to a superpower? Yeah, all of those examples. And then even with YouTube, like if you're if you're a very animated person, you come mm -hmm. across really well on video, that's something that you can utilize. Um, if you're more introverted and you're not necessarily somebody who loves putting themselves in front of a camera, podcasting is a great option. Um, and like you said, the writing blog posts um, and it doesn't even I mean, it's great to be sharing your your own ideas, but it, it can also be helpful to have an opinion on other people's ideas. And that can also be content creation. That's a great point. Yeah, definitely. And a great way to get started, I find, for a lot of of clients who are trying to figure out what do they do as content creators. Oftentimes they do start out as content curators and then go from there. So glad you made that point. Okay. And I just wanted to add another point here that a lot of times people think, and we've talked about this a lot in, in our shows, but you have this idea of what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. So once you can embrace the idea of your superpower, then you can sort of let go of the shoulds. It takes a lot off your plate. You can start saying no to things. You can start to discover what is going to be a high impact activity for you. That's really going to allow you to connect with the audience that you want to connect. And when I say audience, that could be networking connections. That could be future employers. That could mm -hmm. be all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I love your point around, especially high leverage activities. So one of the big challenges that a lot of job seekers face obviously is around burning out on a long process that is sort of naturally draining for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like this is kind of a way to go towards activities that are actually filling your energetic cup, if I can sort of use that metaphor. Is that something that you've observed with people you work with? 
Absolutely. And so when people are going through a job change and they've hit a certain point where they are starting to feel that burnout in a big way, I often work with clients to sort of go back to what motivates them and, mm-hmm. and back to their why, because once they can reconnect with that and tie that to their superpower and sort of shift the way that they're looking at the job search as a whole, it re-energizes them. And then, like you said, they're doing things that fill their cup and they're doing less of what is draining for them. Super critical. I love that. So I like your point around the 360 evaluation for someone who is maybe not in a position to do that really quickly. Are there other ways that people could kind of look internally, look within themselves to start to start to discover their natural superpower? Yes, absolutely. So there's three questions that I generally ask people to think about. Number one is what makes you weird? So it could be what makes you weird now, could be what made you weird as a child. Oftentimes it's something that we try to shy away from or we'll sort of push to the back, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of clues in there about what does make us unique. Interesting. So as an example, when I was younger or even now, I just, I remember people in context. I don't necessarily remember people's names, but I remember people in a certain context. And so when I meet them again after five or 10 years, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember you from this, this, and this. And people are like, hmm, that's strange. (laughs) Like, how do you remember that? But at the same time, that is what allows me to connect somebody now with somebody that I knew 10 years ago. Even if I don't remember all of the details, I'm like, oh, yeah, I knew this person who did this thing that I think would be great for you to connect with. That's That makes so much sense because when you think about making new connections, building new relationships, if you can't associate someone with something, it becomes, I find, uh, at least really easy to forget someone in a short period of time. And so like the deeper our associations are between a person and maybe where we met them or what they were doing or even maybe what they were wearing, <laughs> there could yeah. be a lot of things, right? that goes a long way towards just sort of fortifying that connection for the long run. Cause otherwise I think you end up with a lot of sort of dead contacts if I can not literally, but figuratively speaking. Can you think of something that makes you weird or made you weird? I mean, let me see if I can just go without trying to fit it to the narrative of, of being someone who sees things in a more positive light. Although when I stop and think about it, it really is the fact that I was often a pretty naturally cheerful person when I was younger in almost like a naive, really innocent way. Uh, And maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's just evolved over time to, to remain something that allows me to have a pretty optimistic outlook on things. Um, But yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely the guy that was like, (laughs) I'm thinking right now to like when I was in grade two, one, something like that early on. And I would go around and like break up my friends' fights. That's awesome. (laughs) Right? A lot of people are like getting onto one side or the other. And I was like going into the middle. Not that I was overly big or, you know, capable of really forcefully stopping fights. But I think the attitude of uh, like, let's, let's stop and do something that's more positive as opposed to like take this action. Maybe that's where this comes from. Yeah, it definitely relates. That's <laughs> yeah. so cool. It's a wild association. Just a flashback. I appreciate the 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 blast from the past. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's one of the questions. Yeah. Um the second one is 
ask people around you that you trust what they think your superpower is. So um, an example, you know, you're always the first person I go to when I need to talk through a problem. Mm -hmm. So that, that person's superpower could be listening for understanding and acting as a mirror for people. Okay. Makes total sense. And then another way to do it is to think about the compliments that you receive from people. So think about what people say, even if it's, even if it's in passing, like even if it's just sort of a side comment, um, for example, somebody at work could say, how do you always figure things out so quickly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're very practical and methodical in how you learn things and how you retain information. Yeah. And, and those can be really interesting pieces of feedback that often sort of catch us off guard, I find, because we're going back to this sort of sub theme of being unaware of our superpower. It's like, oh, really, I did not know that that's how you saw me. And maybe there's something there for me to explore. And going back to what you were saying before that, kind of in the second question around asking people how they see us or what they see us really being good at, I'm flashing back to an exercise that we did at IPEC that was a little bit similar to that where we were on phone calls with some people and just those can be really, really surprisingly touching moments because you just had no idea that those people felt that way about you. It's, it's really, it's a great thing, not for you, not just for your own self-discovery, but you can realize that your relationships with certain people are a lot more significant um, than you thought just going through this process of superpower discovery, if I can exactly. call it that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad we, glad we touched on that. Another blast from the past. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when we're, we're talking about career transitions and again, going back to the more tactical side of it. So people discover their superpower. Where do they go with it? Like what, what do you yeah. do with this information? Okay. So, you know, knowledge is power, but, but, where does it go? So when you think about having a superpower and we have talked about some of the tactical things, but how can you, how do you see that people could be using this in their job search? What are some tactics that you might think of? Yeah, for sure. I think one of them is, so for people who have a superpower that's maybe around doing, and I I use that word broadly, like they like creating things, if that's kind of their gift, Maybe it is creating a digital footprint, like a website or a portfolio. Um, so separate from kind of the content channels we were talking about, but like if you like making things, if you're some sort of an artist, like why not go out and make art that is representative of the work that you do now and that you can bring into, let's just say creative environment. Um, maybe you're someone who is like, I really want to get into the automotive sector. I've been like, you know, in this other related field, not that related. People are a little bit unsure of this transition that I'm making, but like, I really like working with cars. Maybe there's some kind of event that I can help put on where I bring people together. Um, and I can show my own expertise as maybe a presenter or I can do a demonstration or something like that. And I know like live in-person events are a little bit tough right now, but like think outside the box. It's been really neat like to go and flash back to a past guest, right? Um, Eric James Stevens started his own virtual event for people who were going through something just like him. He was leaving the world of academia kind of by force. And then he realized, man, this is, this is not what I thought it would be. And he really got 
very charged and energized by the idea of helping other people in his situation make transitions away from academia and into industry. So like that to me is like a definite display of superpower ability. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, such a great point and such a great story too, to showcase yeah. how that plays out in a real, very real sense. Yeah. We can drop a link to that show. I can't remember its episode number right now, but that was definitely a strong example of someone using an ability that most people probably don't have naturally. It was quite impressive. For sure. And it's it's also, so once you've identified it, sort of the way that Eric did, you can use it to brainstorm other things that you'd be good at. So if you're at a point where you're not really sure which direction to go and you have mm -hmm. a lot of options, you can take that superpower, write it on a piece of paper in the middle of a bubble and start thinking of all of the things that might mm. stem from that. Yes, totally. Love mind mapping. That's a great idea. Just think of the different ways that you can leverage this one central superpower. So like when you think about, let's just jump into your story for a bit, right? You left the world of corporate finance for the world of career coaching. How did your um, superpower as a connector help facilitate that? So it, I mean, thinking back to my accounting career, the reason that I am very analytical is going back to that connections piece. So I can see mm. connections between data so that I was using that mm. superpower in that career. It just wasn't something that I loved doing. Okay. In making the career transition, I was able to use my connector abilities to find out if this was a career that I wanted to do. So I sort of took a look at because what, what it kind of comes down to is helping people at the core of it. So uh, the connector piece is helping somebody to achieve something. So I came up with all of the different careers that could be associated with that. Is it HR? Is it career coaching? Is it a Pilates instructor? Like there were so many things on this piece of paper hmm. that did not relate at all. And yet they all related to that core idea. So cool. Okay. So it definitely helped in terms of the sort of phase one orientation, self-discovery, you know, we're going in a new direction. Let's figure out what that direction is phase for the lack of a better term. Exactly. And then once I had figured out what that direction was, it allowed me to figure out which school I wanted to go to. It allowed me to connect with people to find out, is this to learn, you know, from people who mm -hmm. are actually doing it? Is this something that I wanted to do on a day-to-day -day basis? And then just continuing to find people who, um, had information that I needed. Cool. Okay. And it's brought you into this. I mean, maybe we'll just, if we can cap this by, I'd love to know just as a business owner now, how has the superpower manifested itself? Well, I think that it's, it's actually become a lot of fun because it does allow me to delve into a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. Um, it helps me to bring some of my past experience to the clients that I'm working with. It also allows me to network with other coaches and build some communities that we can all help each other. And we all have mm -hmm. resources that can help one another. Um, but then also going further than that, there are a lot of times where I'll be working with a client and I'll see an email come in that's completely unrelated and I'll send it to the client to say, Oh, I just saw this random job. And I, I thought of you, I thought maybe you'd be interested. So interesting it's expanding in that way as well. Cool. Your example, I think could be really applicable for job seekers or people who are supporting job seekers. It's about having that sort of awareness for how could we connect people with the right information at the right time as it becomes available. 
So lots of things that you're, you've, it's nice to see that you're still leveraging that superpower. I think there's a, hopefully a lot of things that our dear listener could be pulling out of that as well. Cool. And the cool thing is too, that for um, people who are then making that transition. So for example, sometimes when people are feeling really burnt out, they're using their superpower in a way that's not serving them or they're not mm. enjoying. Okay. So it's sort of identifying that. And, and I see this a lot with people who have become managers by default. So mm. you love doing your, your particular field. So let's say you're in design. You become a designer because you love designing things and you're very creative and you love doing that. You then sort of move up the ladder. You continue progressing. You're a manager and you hate it. Hmm. So that's using your superpower in a different way than you really want to be using it. And so sort of going back to that core idea of like, how can I bring the design side into my managerial position if that's an option? Mm -hmm. Or how can I expand the role that I'm doing or find a different role that's going to help to fulfill me in a different way? Okay. So there's, I'm hearing the sort of, can you modify your role to fit your superpower a little bit better? Is it possible to modify the superpower to fit the role? Not usually. Okay. From my opinion, there, yeah. there could be definitely opinions around that. Mm -hmm. um, but I find that sort of the core of it, because it is so connected with your why, it can be much more difficult to try to change that fundamental piece. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. It seems to be like a fairly innate thing. And so I feel like to make a significant change in it would mean changing your why, changing your values, possibly your career's mission, vision, things like that. Exactly. Okay. So a little bit harder to go in that direction, it sounds like, versus the other way around. Yeah. Cool. So let's imagine there is a job seeker or someone who is employed in their job somewhat happily and for whatever reason, they are afraid to kind of lean into their superpower. Like they're not really totally their most authentic and talented self. What do you think you would say to that person? First of all, you'd need to identify what the fear is. Okay. Why, why is it, why is that fear coming up? Um, there can be so many different reasons why. And a lot of times it will come back to that inner critic or that gremlin of somebody saying to us or you know that inner critic saying to us if you do this you might fail or mm -hmm. you might embarrass yourself in some way so a lot of times it's the fear of the outcome mm -hmm. the thing is once you identify what that fear might be and what that inner critic might be saying to you it's really important to start taking small steps to own it mm -hmm. of you know turning it around and saying why is this fear happening? But what's the consequence of this fear? What am I, what am I losing by mm -hmm. holding my superpower back? Or what is, what is the world losing? Which sounds for somebody who is new to this, it may feel really uh, like you're sort of bragging or mm -hmm. you're being full of yourself. But in reality, if everybody held back their superpowers, the world would be a very difficult place. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I would kind of go as far as to say that it's kind of our responsibility once we know what our strengths are, beyond our strengths, our superpowers are, that we bring those as much as we can into the world if we are 
interested in making a significant impact with our lives. If you're not, I guess maybe this is not your episode, dear listener, but <laughs> this is probably not your podcast either. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I like what you're saying that that there there is that bigger picture that people can sort of if they can go past their fear, they can step into and I just think life can be a lot more meaningful. I I also think that having some acceptance around um when your superpower maybe takes you into a difficult situation, like you, you connect, let's say two people and it it doesn't go really well. Well, you could probably take that super personally and feel like a total victim and that you shouldn't connect people ever again. And at the same time, I, I think like doing things that are new and creative and innovative that can be messy sort of inherently. And so there will be moments where there are might feel like a slip up, but it's really just, a part of, I guess, in some ways, playing a bigger game. Absolutely. Yeah. And you just made me think of a a comic book quote that I'm definitely going to dive into here. It's with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like that. I'm glad that there's, there've been some pretty cool characters making an appearance in this episode. So yeah, (laughs) I love it. It's a creative idea, like we said at the beginning, and I would be super curious to hear from any listeners. If you are kind of trying to figure out your career superpower, let us know about it. Uh, It's been neat. We've been starting to get people reaching out to us over LinkedIn. You can find us there if you haven't connected with us already. But uh, yeah, I'd love to know more about the superpowers that are out there, dear listener. Absolutely. Don't be afraid. Let's call it a week at that. Sound good with you, Lisa? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. For the Career Builders Podcast, I'm Mike Bird. I'm Lisa Plain. Go out. You don't need to put on a cape, but go use those superpowers wisely. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon. Bye for now. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Career Builders Podcast. Do you know someone who takes their career seriously and would appreciate the show? Why not share it with them? You'll help your friend with their career development while helping us spread the message of TCBP. On behalf of Lisa and myself, thanks for your support, and we'll catch you again next week.